This week on the podcast, I'm chatting with my friend Jen about what it's like to visit Walt Disney World and sail on Disney Cruise Line when you have a child with autism. Jen is sharing some amazing tips and tricks for how she avoids the meltdowns when she's on vacation with her family. Stay tuned to find out how she does it. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I have my friend Jen with me again today. Hi, Jen. Hi. Hi. So Jen, you know from past podcasts, Jen from Pure Magic Vacations, she's been on a couple of times on the podcast and her husband Matt has also been on. We've we've had some pretty good conversations. Jen, before we get started though, why don't we tell everyone where they can find you online? You can find me on Facebook uh, at uh, Jennifer at Pure Magic Vacations. Um, and you can also send out emails to Jennifer at puremagicvacations.ca. But Facebook is Facebook is the best the best spot. Facebook, we're always on Facebook. This is where yeah. we chat the most is on Facebook I'm, too. I'm living on Facebook right now. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine if it wasn't around. <laughs> yeah, I, can you imagine if we were going through this sort of, you know, quarantine, social distancing time without social media? It would be crazy. Like it's kept me in touch with my family, my friends, work, um, pretty much everything I do, I can do through there and still feel pretty connected to people. So I haven't, we haven't been super lonely yet, which is nice. Yeah, it is. It's, you still feel very connected, even though you're not, you're not leaving the house. (laughs) Now, how are, how are the kids doing with it? Um, they're doing really, really well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they're, I mean, they miss their friends. Tilly, Tilly is very social. So she really, really misses her friends. Um, but we found a lot of them online. There's a a kid's messenger app. Um, so she's connected with quite a few of her school friends. So I can hear her chatting with them on a regular basis. Um, they play games and stuff online. They draw pictures and you have to guess what the picture is. So she's keeping really busy. Um, and she's had a couple chats with her teacher and things like that. So she's, she's keeping busy. Finn is a different different scenario. So he he was probably already pretty socially distant from people. Right. Um, so he's not really having a, a hard time. He doesn't like school at the best of times. So this to him is like a, a dream come true <laughs> to be at home. He's very and happy not, to be at home. Yeah. Um, so he's he's autistic. He's on the, the spectrum. And for him, he's on certain medications that make it hard for him to sleep. So not having to get him up for school every day has been really nice. He's getting like a full night's sleep each night. Um, he can eat when he's hungry because he's more of a grazer than a sit down and eat he a meal. He's not like a scheduled meal kind of guy. No. So a lot of the things that were challenging for us with a regular school day are gone. So a lot of the anxiety and stressors that we have around are, are gone. Um, so our days are actually a little bit easier right now. We're trying to work in some of the the schoolwork and stuff that teachers have sent, but that that part is a challenge to try to put back any kind of school routine. Mm-hmm. But uh, but for the most part, he's super happy. <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah, the flexibility is really coming in handy here. Yeah, like he's gonna look back and be like, "Oh, do you remember that time that we were we were isolating in our home and we couldn't go to school? It was amazing." 
<laughs> He's loving this time, right? Yeah, they're going to have very different recollections of the whole thing when it blows over. It's funny how you can see the two, like two very different reactions and, and coping mechanisms for, for this time, just yeah. in your two kids. Yeah. And he's, so he likes emergencies and emergency situations. Like whenever we know, you know, there's going to be some really strong winds, we might have a power outage. He's the one who goes around the house and gets all our, our flashlights and make sure everything's charged and starts to prepare for a possible emergency situation. <laughs> like he digs that. Um, so it's, it's funny in this one though, because he doesn't really know what he can do. Right. So we're talking a lot with him about, you know, what we can do and what we need to do and what we need to be prepared for. Um, like not eating three bags of potato chips just because I've stocked up. So right. I have to order <laughs> the groceries as often. Um, so that, that's, that's been harder that he can't just like eat it because he needs to learn that it's not going to keep coming back. Right. <laughs> right. That it's not as easy to just go and get that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's hard to make him understand. Like I, I can't replace this as easily as I used to be able to replace it. Right. And this was, so this was part of the, the reason that we were going to chat today was about what those kind of challenges are when you visit Walt Disney World and on the cruise yeah. uh, when you're traveling with, with a child who's autistic. So how old is Finn now? He's Finn now is 11. Okay. Um, and he got his diagnosis um, in probably the beginning of grade two. So when he was about six-ish. Okay. Um, so you've, you've known for a while. Yeah, we've known for a while. So we've been putting different, you know, routines and practices and working with different people um, to try to figure out what's best for him and, you know, how to, how to see triggers before they, you know, cause any kind of issues or meltdowns. Right. And that's, that's definitely something when you're planning a vacation to Walt Disney World or on Disney Cruise Line that you have to consider. There's certain things that you can do to help make sure that this is an enjoyable trip for not only him, but for all of you. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually, it's what made me start planning trips was planning my own because it, going with him, we had to do things a lot differently. Um, so I used to be like park warrior, we'd go open to close and I wanted all of the time I could get in the parks. Um, but going with him, it, it, he doesn't last as long, right? Like you, he can't do the lineups and the, the weights and the, you know, so much um, stimulation. It's like sensory overload. I mean, it's that way for a lot of people, Never mind mm. if you're, you know, autistic and you have those things are heightened even more. So we would kind of limit our time in the parks as it was. So we used to, before he had a diagnosis and we just thought we need to figure out how to do this without having meltdowns. Um, we would go early, early in the morning and kind of plan out what we were going to do, use our fast passes, which would come in really handy. Um, and we would just kind of stick to those three attractions and then maybe like a few shops and other things we could kind of wander around. I found... I found the parks and things like I used to see the play areas and think, why, why does magic kingdom need a splash pad? Right. Like you can do that at home. Why, why do you need it? But going with my kids and seeing when they needed a timeout from lineups and from like so much stimulation, I thought now I get it. Now I understand why they have splash pads and just like a quiet little play area with some seating for parents. Like now it makes sense to me. I always <laughs> wondered that too, because I, I would see people in those splash pads and I would think, why are you here? Like, why wouldn't you just go to your resort and go to the pool then, or the splash pad at your pool? Right. Why, like, why in the park? Why in the middle of the park? But that makes sense now. It does. So if we, if we weren't in a position where we could get back to our resort um, quickly, or we just needed to have a, a timeout from that, 
um, having those spaces, like they, they became things that were mapped out for me. Like I knew exactly where I could go. Um, there was like a little place structure down by Splash Mountain that we could go to that was shaded. Um, finding those places was, was a huge part of planning our trips for my family. Um, because also like, even if, if Finn was the only one that needed the timeout or he just needed to sit and have a snack, I still had Tilly and I had right. to consider that she might want to do something still. So these places were good little spots in the parks that we could go and she would be entertained still. She wouldn't feel like we were, we were having to sit down and doing nothing. And um, she would feel like she was being punished to just sit yeah. and do nothing. Right. So I found all these little play areas and all these quiet little nooks and corners and things. And I, it, it just opened up this whole other part of the parks that hadn't even occurred to me. Um, apart from like, why, why do they need a splash area? Why do they need this like little tiny sit down area that's super quiet and has nothing? And I was like, Oh, now I need those super quiet areas. With nothing. <laughs> it makes a big difference just to take yes. that time out and, and give them just a little bit of space to, to kind of decompress a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so once we got our diagnosis, uh, I did a little bit more research and found out about the, the DAS pass, um, which stands for Disability Access Service. Um, and a lot of people think that that's for people with like a more of a physical um, issue with visiting the parks, but it's also um, for kids with autism or adults with autism, where anything where the lineups and the, the extra stimulation is going to cause issues or make people uncomfortable. Right. Um, so for Finn, having to try to keep his composure in a really long lineup and not bump into people or get upset if somebody bumps into him by accident, um, trying to keep him calm in that scenario is, is hard if it's a longer wait. Um, so and that's, that's something, but it's different. So Finn standing in line, like for, for those that don't know, Finn standing in line versus Tilly standing in line. Right. It's, it actually is a full, like it, it could be a full on meltdown for him. If yeah. somebody bumps into him, if there's too much stimulation, if like those kind of things are happening, it's not, it's not yeah, the same as not, what Tilly would have. It's not like a, Oh, it's been too long. And I'm, I'm, feeling, you know, whiny and antsy. It's, it's physically uncomfortable for mm -hmm. him. Like it, I don't know what you could make it, you know, equivalent to, but for him, it, it's, you know, like he just wants out of there. Um, it's like that fight or flight kind of reaction to things. So it triggers for him a very real kind of panicky feeling. Right. Um, which then, you know, it trickles down and affects everybody around us. So usually when we would get to that point, um, we would leave like that was okay. It's time to get out now. And if you've been to the parks, it's not, it's not as easy as like, okay, we need to leave. And then you're out. It's, you need to get through the whole park and out to the buses and on the bus. And like, there's a lot of steps. You can't just be back at the resort in five minutes. Yeah. So trying to, to avoid those scenarios is, is a huge piece for us. Um, so before we would try to really limit our park time um, to make sure that we were leaving before it would start to be too much. You know, we kind of knew that, once he had lunch, that was kind of the end of the day. Right. Like lunch. Lunch was kind of your cap. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was pretty much how we would, we would plan it. But having the pass meant that we were waiting in line a lot less. So you still get to use your fast passes. So ahead of time, like I would still go on at our 60 day point and do our fast passes. Um, but then we weren't just limited to those three. You could use it. The, the DAS is almost like another fast pass for your family where 
he he gets to go up. He gets to be the boss. So it's it's programmed to his magic band. Okay. And he gets to go up to the fast pass line and tell the cast member, I have das. We need a pass to come back. And they scan his band and give us a return time. And then anybody that wants to go back, he's the first one that has to scan his band. Right. He he loves. So that. basically, he gets the, the he gets this privilege yeah. of you know being the um, the chosen one in this exactly. in this scenario. So it really is, but it's not. You're not unlimited. So these no, are not, not unlimited, unlimited, and you yeah. get a return time. A yeah, return time. at a time. So we still book our we book our three favorites, like our must dos. Um, but it just means that you know we can do another thing in between but you still may have like it's i think they take whatever the standby wait time is and the fast pass wait time and they kind of there's some kind of math equation that they do so it's not as long as standby and you get a fast pass return time so you're not going to wait more than like 20 minutes right so it works out pretty well but a few times like we've had our das return time has been three hours later um so that's you still have to kind of plan a little bit it's not super seamless. Like I wouldn't recommend to anybody that they just don't bother with their fast passes because they've got DAS and they don't need it. Right. You so still see those, those three. This just helps. This gives you a little bit more. So now instead of doing, you know, three things and leaving, we're doing like six things. Um, we're seeing a lot more attractions that like before there was no way we were going to do test track and Soren. It just right. wasn't really possible because you couldn't get the two fast passes. Um, but now we do get to do both because we can use you our DAS. Yeah. Now, and I think they changed it a few years ago because it used to be, and for the, you know, sometimes when you're listening to people and they haven't been in a while, they don't know how it's changed, but it used to be that when you had a DAS, you just walked up to the fast pass line and could walk in. And then there was like everything and why we can't always have nice things. Uh, people were abusing it. Not only were people abusing it, but I heard about some companies that were basically like kind of selling their service yeah. uh, was to use this DAS to get you basically unlimited fast passes. And since they can't really ask for proof, um, right. you know, so this, yeah. So Disney finally said, okay, enough of that. Um, which, you know, was unfortunate. It always is, but I think they've come up with a good compromise. It is. I think this system works pretty well for us. We did have to coach Finn about it because he didn't understand like, he'd go to the attraction and see it and be like, okay, I'm ready to go. I want to ride it. This is going to be awesome. And then we'd be like, no, buddy, we're going to come back in an hour. We're going to come back in 20 minutes. So that, that was a bit frustrating. So we did start, um, you know, recommending that we, we talk about it a bit beforehand. Like we're going to go and get the pass, but this is what we're going to do while we wait. Right. Um, so we had a plan for in between. Yeah. Cause the planning, I mean, with him, the planning is so much, it's, it's a much bigger part of our day. Um, I can't leave a whole lot of room for spontaneity <laughs> because I know like if we miss certain things, that's going to be, you know, an, an upset that we need to figure out. Um, so he's kind of got it in his head. Here's what we're doing. Here's when we're doing it. And if you try to veer from that, it can cause it can. Some, um, yeah, some challenges. But we try to keep it like we always have the conversation of, you know, what's the one thing you want to do today? And we, we make sure that each person has their one main thing that they want to do. And then it's, then it's attainable and we can, we can do it. Um, it's when they start to pick, like, I want to do all of these things. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's one of the, the lucky things that we have is that we do go back a lot. So they know they're, they're not going to miss it. If they don't get to do something this time, we're going to see it next time. Um, like my, my kids still don't know there's um, water parks yet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't told them this yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the, the, because the water parks are so much fun. They are. They're amazing. And I loved them. Um, but I'm, I'm you love them pre kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ready to chase them around the water. Park. <laughs> so Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they started to, to pass them though. When we, uh, we were down there last time, they were like, what is, is that expedition Everest? Is that an animal? I'm like, no, I, Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling you don't let them watch resort TV. Cause what's oh. her name comes on and says, Hey, did you know? <laughs> I think, I think they figured it out. They've started to ask a lot more questions about it. Um, so we might have to do it. Soon. You'll have to let us know when you do the water park. <laughs> I, we always make sure we pick a resort with really good pools so that mm. they, don't, they kind of forget then because they've, they've always got a water slide and, and something kind of funky. Something to fun to do. Our resort time. So you do, you actually take a break. So lunchtime, you're kind of yeah. done in the park and then you go back to your resort. So you we plan like a resort and, and have full time. Um, or they, they really like the, um, the kids clubs in some of the resorts. They have like, uh, what do they call community community? Oh, the community halls or whatever. Yes. Community yes. They love it in there. So they've got like Xboxes and playstations and coloring areas and crafts. Crafts. They love it. And again, I'm like, we can do this at home guys. This is really like you have <laughs> Xbox at home. Why do you want to do it here? But it's that, especially for Finn, it's that familiarity mm. for his downtime, for his decompressing to just go and zone out for, you know, half an hour and, and do what he's familiar with. It's kind of a good way to kind of mm-hmm. take him back down, calm him down, let him have a break. Um, so it works out really, really well for us. So we do try to strategically pick resorts that have a community hall and that have a, a lot of things to do so that again, when he needs that downtime to go and sit on his Xbox, Tilly isn't disappointed that we're just hanging out at the hotel. She's got something to to entertain her as well. Super excited with the, you know, the crafts and things in there. So for her, it's, it's a highlight. Like she absolutely loves going. Um, So we don't, we don't feel that, you know, there's no sense of anybody missing out on anything. So what's your favorite resort for that then? Like, I know, I know you have a couple of favorite resorts and then (laughs) I know that you've said to me before, stop telling people about them. Uh, (laughs) So we had an amazing, amazing, amazing stay at, Saratoga, <laughs> Saratoga Springs. Um, <laughs> and we're laughing because a lot of people are like, Oh, I don't like Saratoga, but right. They, they write it off. They think it's like, it's, you know, it's down the list on the deluxe resorts, but we loved it there. And their, their cast members that worked in the community hall there were amazing. They, um, he wanted to make a kite that would fly. So they went and got balloons and filled them, <laughs> filled them with like helium and then built a kite around that so that he could. Oh, you're kidding. Um, like they just went above and beyond because he has some wacky, wacky ideas on like what he's going to invent and create. And they just rolled with it. Um, oh, wow. So when we went back like a second time, they would have things like they would have gone and gathered up stuff to, to do these activities with him. And they were, they were totally cuckoo crazy. Um, but you know, they, they ran with it and they, they embraced it. Yeah. And he was so happy. And those are the things it's funny. Cause again, you're like, here's magic kingdom and, you know, animal kingdom and all these amazing attractions. And he talks about when he built the kite with the, and they pixie dust on it and made it fly. Like he talks about that more than he talks about the park sometimes. But um, see, that's the Disney magic of the cast members. It is. It is. Uh, and they're like, their pool is amazing there. And because it's, it, 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 a lot of people complain about how big it is and how spread out it is. 
but for us that makes it nice and quiet and it gives us a lot more space so he has areas he can just kind of go run around um we can just you know go for a bit of a walk so for us it actually works out to our advantage <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a big resort it is massive it, like it's it is it's really nice big. those you know the walk take it over to you know the, the little food court area and get a pizza it's nice like you cross a bridge you walk by the water like it's all very nice and calming and relaxing mm -hmm. which is what we need like our resort time needs to be completely opposite from the park time we need yeah. to go yeah. away from anything you know lots of hoopla um and go there so that's that's one of our favorite um and, and then it's close to disney springs too it is which is really nice because i like to shop <laughs> <laughs> yeah you kind of like disney springs <laughs> i like disney springs um and he they they love the lego store over there so we take them that's like another that's almost like a park day for them going to spend an hour in the lego store <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting it is it is if you're a lego a lego person that is the yeah. uh, the spot to go um the other resort that we really like to stay at again that has like the total you know very peaceful very quiet is uh, animal kingdom lodge mm -hmm. we do that one quite often and that's when we don't we don't have as much park time if we go there because we just want to hang out and see the animals and they have so many activities like their their activity plans for every day are packed with right. like talking to animal experts and doing different activities around the hotels so we love it over there so there's plenty for you to do there instead of going to the parks if you wanted and yeah so you could definitely feel like we're missing out on anything like we still feel like we're having a really special um vacation and it's still right. very disney so <laughs> until he's just as thrilled <laughs> yeah again like if if we told her we were just going to go and stay at the resort and do community hall stuff every day and go to the pool she would be fine they they wouldn't be bothered at all um she would ask about the teacups because that's her favorite again like all the the technology and the new attractions and her favorite thing to do is the teacups yeah <laughs> <laughs> they both pick, like they both pick very simple old school classics which just makes my heart happy <laughs> oh yeah i'd say so now what about mealtime is there any spe special considerations you do for mealtime like how how do they accommodate at the restaurants at the quick service um the restaurants are great we do find that we have a better shot um with quick service mm. um because he he doesn't want to spend a huge amount of time um in the restaurants he's anxious Sitting, to get yeah. out and do something else um, which I think is a, a scenario with a lot of kids. Um, so we do tend to do a little bit more quick service and we just pick a few favorites for the table service restaurants. Um, buffets are nice because he can see the food. Yes. Um, before he picks it. So if we go into a restaurant and he's, he's used to the mac and cheese being, you know, the quick service mac and cheese that you get everywhere in Walt yeah. Disney World, um, that's, he loves that. So we went to go to Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch and it had mac and cheese on the menu and I had to go ask, is it going to be the same mac and cheese that the kids get throughout the parks? And a lot of the restaurants have it as well. Like it's kind of a staple and it wasn't, it was like a special one that they bake. Like it's a fancier elevated mac and cheese. <laughs> so I had to, can't, I said, I'm really sorry, but my son, like this is, he wants this mac and cheese that we get everywhere else in the parks. If I can't give him <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work out. So I'm, I'm going to have to cancel and find something else for lunch. Oh man. Um, so yeah, it's nice. It's kind of nice when it's a buffet because we know they're going to have that mac and cheese. <laughs> Cause I don't know. You'd have a hard time finding a buffet somewhere there that doesn't have that mac and cheese on it for kids. And it is very good mac and cheese. Like I know it's on the, in the kids part, but I eat it. I always have it on my plate. Me too. 
<laughs> and if they order it in a restaurant that doesn't have it on the buffet, I take a bite. Right. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, the buffets we tend to have a little bit more, a little bit more luck at, um, just because he can see like, is it going to be the fries that he likes? Is it going to be the nuggets? Like he needs to see it. He eats with his eyes. Um, because everything. Which, yeah. Which is it. It's a big distinction, right? It's important for him to be able to see the food. Yeah. Um, and it's not just, you know, French fries are French fries, but no. they're not <laughs> just French, right? They have to be certain French fries and certain yeah, texture and, sugary, you know, and what he's comfortable with and familiar with. And he's gotten a little bit more adventurous over the years. Um, but it's still like when he goes to the parks, he, he remembers that mac and cheese and that's what he wants. Um, and I can't, I can't find what would be an equivalent to that mac and cheese at home. So if anybody knows, cause it's not (laughs) to have dinner, (laughs) um, I don't, I don't know what would be on par with it here, but he, he asks for it all the time. Like, can you find me the mac and cheese they have at Disney? Um, And it's some kind of process. Like it's not like they haven't melted cheddar. It's, (laughs) it's gotta be something I can find around here, but I can't. Um, so that is something I'm on a mission for. But yeah, the buffets, like I said, the buffets tend to be better and he gets a kick out of being able to go and get it himself and pick and how And the much character food. meals? Yeah, the character meals, I mean, sometimes it can be a challenge because it's such a distraction and then there's so much going on. Um, Over, like, almost too much stimulus. Yeah. yeah. So we have found, like, at um, Garden Grill in Epcot, mm-hmm. it's, they've, you've got the characters, but it's not the buffet. They bring it to you family style, so he can ask for as much of the mac and cheese as he wants but he's not getting up and down and there's not people passing our tables constantly. So that one's a really nice one for us to kind of get a little bit of both. Um, The character experience, the mac and cheese that he wants with as much as he wants. (laughs) That's a great place. I love that place. Yeah. It's one of our favorites. Um, And it's often overlooked. It is. So don't tell anyone. I know here it is again, right? Like we're telling everybody about Saratoga Springs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving away all my secrets. Right. yeah, so we we really like that one. Um, but I usually I usually let them each kind of pick a restaurant that they they want to visit, um, and we we go from there. Well, it sounds like you kind you have Walt Disney World down to an art, um, dealing you know taking Finn and and dealing with autism in the parks. And you wrote a blog for me that was you know uh, avoiding the meltdowns in the parks, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes too, so people can go there. But tell me a little bit about the cruise because, you know, the cruise can be, there's a lot on the cruise. There's a ton of stuff on that cruise and you almost feel like that could be too much. Like, where do you go to escape? Yeah, I wasn't sure what he would think about the cruise and how it would go because I also, all I, I remembered for us, you know, boarding the ship and having to, you know, clear all the clearance and putting the luggage through and not getting your bags and your room right away. And I wasn't sure what he was going to think if it was just going to be like, there's so much to do. It's like a big giant playground, but it was completely the opposite. And now it's all, all he wants to do is go on the cruise. He's completely obsessed with the ships and what the new ships are going to be called and what's going to be on them and how are they going to be different. Um, he it it changed him like in a really really great way so we did our first cruise with him we cruised a lot without him <laughs> <laughs> yes our, our first cruise with the kids uh a couple of years ago now and i i couldn't believe the difference in him so he he got really independent he loved having the freedom so because it's you're on the ship and it's contained 
um, we knew he couldn't get too far. So he would be able to go in and out of kids club and we would just get a notification that he's, he's left the kids club and we would know to kind of look for him. Um, but he loved it. Like just going and getting ice cream when he wanted, being able to go and get the French fries when he wanted. Um, the best thing that made a big difference. So because the, the dining piece can be stressful um, for us, especially at like a sit down table. Right. Restaurant. Because uh, you have sit down dinners every day on the yeah. cruise. I mean, you can do breakfast if you want to sit down or lunch or whatever, but the dinners, you don't want to miss out on some of those dining rooms and the experience no. in the evening. Right. Like animators palette is so fun and there's so much to see there. And we were kind of nervous because it was like, we thought, you know, maybe we're just gonna have to skip most of these. Like we'll just do one or two and we'll skip the other ones because getting him to and sit. Go to, yeah. And go to the buffet or whatever. Yeah. Cause we knew that's what he would like. Um, but wow, it was a completely different experience. So the servers, the serving team goes from restaurant to restaurant with you each night. So on the very first night they got to know us, um, I only had to go through the, oh, you know, by the way, my son is on the spectrum. He's got autism. So he's a little bit quirky with what he's going to ask for. We need this, this, and this. He really likes the French fries that are upstairs at the buffet. So if they're the same in here, it's going to work. But if not, you know, we need to come up with something else. <clears throat> I only had to go through that one time. Right. Because the servers are there the, the whole time with you. Yeah. You don't get new servers. No, and they they remembered. Um, so that piece was amazing because that awkwardness and that stress that we have going into new restaurants and new places was gone because we knew that they had our back. Um, so, you know, Finn had talked about how he liked the pasta that was upstairs on the buffet, and that's the pasta they brought him with dinner. Wow. Um, Do you not find that they bond really quickly, the servers on the ship? Like it's not, you don't need three or four days to get to know them. It's almost like by the end of the main course, they're your best friends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, They, and they paid so much attention to the kids. Um, So Finn, you know, and I I know there's, there's parents out there that will say no, no electronics and stuff at the table. Um, But we do, we bring his, he's got Nintendo Switch. So we bring that with us to dinner. Um, just so that if it does start to run a little bit long and he gets a little bit antsy, he's got it there. Um, and they played with him. So they, <laughs> they came to our table and they started like playing Mario Kart and having races with him. And, oh, tomorrow night, what other games do you have? What can you bring? What, like they were, they were his friends. Um, like he was hugging them and so excited to see them. And they were like, challenge us. Like, what, what can you challenge us with? So one night he asked for, he asked for 10 cookies. And they brought him 10 cookies, like just silly, silly. But they, they played along with him and it made it, it made it a lot more fun for him to be there and a lot easier for us to, to get through our whole meal. Um, And they're so accommodating. Like I've, we've always asked for our own table. Um, So I know a lot of people are a little bit concerned about sharing tables because Mm -hmm. always, it's not private um, dining in the dining room. And usually it's kind of fun to meet new people and, you know, they're usually really good at pairing you up with people that are similar kids ages and things like that. And as much as I would love to do that, I would, I wouldn't want to be at a table and have those parents that don't like letting their kids have electronics and wouldn't see any humor in their kids getting 10 cookies for dinner. (laughs) Um, You know, so that's, it's just not something that, that I want them to be upset about or, you know, have to feel like we need to hide what we do. Um, So we always get a private table and it's, it's worked out really, really well. We request it. They don't guarantee it, but we've always managed to, to have it. Um, it does get noted in the file that 
that Finn's got autism. So Mm -hmm. they've always accommodated our requests for that. And there's another thing because the cast members are so wonderful. You know, not only is he enjoying his meal and his dinner time and that whole experience, but so are you like the three of you are getting to enjoy yours as well. Yeah. There's a level of relaxing when we're on the cruise that we haven't found anywhere else. Like there's nowhere else that we've been able to go and have sit down meals as a family and, and do things together and have that much stress free. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and the guides, the, the cast members in the clubs, like they are phenomenal. I know in January talking to Tilly and and Finn on the cruise, both (laughs) of them were raving about their kids clubs. They love their kids clubs. Those They could spend all day in there. They can. And I mean, Finn, Finn graduated up to edge on this last trip. So that was like a huge highlight for him because he was with the older kids now. He was very um, excited. <laughs> he was so excited. I can't even <laughs> tell you um, how excited he was. Because it is, I mean, the, the one that Tilly goes in, there's some little ones in there, right? Like as soon as they're out of diapers, pretty much they can go in right. to regular kids clubs. So for a kid that's, you know, 10, 11 years old, there's some babies in there as far as they're concerned. They, they want their own space. So being able to go up to Edge for him was a highlight. And then he really did have freedom to go in and out and do what he wanted, um, which, was, which was great. And really what he wanted to do was go to that ice cream machine. He did. I swear every time I saw him, that's where he was. <laughs> he jokes all the time. He's like, Mom, don't worry about how much this cruise costs because I'm going to eat the ice cream. I'm going to eat <laughs> Whatever the cruise costs, that's how much ice cream I'm going to eat. Like, <laughs> it was so cute. I got you covered. So yeah, he he loves that and being able to go and and get his own and especially in Edge, like in Edge, they just come and go as they please and they can right. get food and bring it back upstairs. Um, so he was doing that, and then they they continue it. So when you go to Castaway Key, they're they're there as well, and they have a few activities and some areas that's just for them. So again, like when we go to the beach the kids go to the kids clubs and we can actually just have some grown up time on the beach. Well, but that's so great because you're right. The cruise is definitely a place where you guys get to have some time just for the two of you. Yeah. And, and the kids are happy with where they are. They are. That's the thing, right? It's not a, it's not a, Oh, you dumped, you dumped me off here. Right. <laughs> you stuck me with a babysitter. Um, I will tell you. So we did, we did some dining on our last Walt Disney world trip and we, left them in one of the kids clubs um, at the Swan and Dolphin. Oh yes. Yes. They were not happy with us. <laughs> it is not the same. Did you as, pay for that later? <laughs> it is not the same as community hall. It is not the same as, you know, Oceaneers lab or edge. It is not the same. It was like a, a room with some coloring sheets and some like Fisher price toys. Oh, they were not ha- I bet they were not happy with that. Mm-hmm. They were not like I was told never again. Yeah. So you, you, you never won't be doing that. Again. <laughs> and I don't think it's the same. Like the, the Disney cast members have a certain amount of training yes. um, about, you know, how to in general, but then also they have even more training on, you know, just working with some special needs kids and things like that. So there's just a lot more attention to details and understanding of what they need um, with the Disney, the official Disney faces. Yes. <laughs> <So> we, <laughs> we learned that. Um, and again, like it was a good reminder for us though, just to know how much better it is and why we do do the Disney side of things. Um, yeah. Cause it, it does, it makes a difference. Like he, he just it. the attitude when he came out of the club. 
I can only imagine what he was like coming out of I there. Babies. <laughs> oh. was, to me, it was. I was like, "There's computers. There's an Xbox. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is, bud." But it was not. The it same was not the same. And the way the you know the people that worked there, they just didn't have the same yeah. touch. You know, they, it just wasn't the same thing. Um, so yeah, with the with the cruise, it's. Yeah. It's so different. And I mean, we were gonna, we were supposed to cruise at the end of March. Yeah. Um, so I had already started to kind of talk to him because again, like it, being prepared for what's, what to expect is a huge thing for us. So I had to talk to him and say, listen, there's a few things going on right now where the ice cream won't be self-serve. You're going to have to tell them you want an ice cream and they will make it for you and give it to you, but you won't be able to just go up to the machine and make your own ice cream. Right. And he was like, but why? Like this, that is the best part. Like I go and get my own ice cream. I said, you can still have as many as you want. You can go and get 20, but they're going to make it for you and hand it to you. And this is all because we were expecting, because of the Coronado. (laughs) (laughs) COVID, (laughs) whatever they call it now. Yes. So yeah, we were expecting that they would make those kind of changes on the cruise. Yeah. And then they canceled it. Yeah, it got canceled completely, which we expected that the kids would be, they were upset. Um, but we said, look, we're, as soon as we can go again, we're going to book another one. Like, it's still there. It's still going to happen. And he just snapped right into, okay, well, which one's it going to be? Which ship are we going to go on? Where's it going to go? Can I look at the itineraries? <laughs> so now he's right into planning. You know, yeah. this he could be a, you know, a, a travel uh, planner in the making here. He could be. I'm training them. I need one to learn how to do invoicing and one to learn. <laughs> <laughs> you could have your little assistants, right? right? I'll have a whole little office going out of my house. Wouldn't uh, that be fabulous? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. It would be nice. It, it would, would be. be nice. It would be. be. I'll just be a supervisor. That's See, that's the role for you. <laughs> well, this was great because we talked about doing this because last week it was World Autism Day. Yes. And it's important that people are aware and... You know, so many people, they worry about going to Walt Disney World, going on Disney Cruise Line, and how are my children going to react? And I think you've got some really great tips and insight for them into how to make this a great vacation for the whole family and not just, you know, and how wonderful Disney is at accommodating it all. They're great. I mean, there's not a lot of places. Like I said, going out to restaurants at home is always a big, you know, which one should we go to? We're not going to go anywhere super nice just in case there's a meltdown, you know. Right. So we stick to like Eastside Mario's and places <laughs> like family places. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice. So when you, I do, I hear from the people in the community, you know, when we go to different events and things, we hear from those parents that are like, oh, we could never go on a vacation. Like there's just no way we could do it with, you know, the way the kids are and our needs and things like that. So I do, I talk to them a lot about, you could, it's going to be different. It's not going to be the same as your neighbor, you know, went and you're not going to go to the parks from open until close. And it's going to be a different kind of vacation, but it's still going to be an amazing, an amazing Amazing trip. And you'll do some things that you never thought you could have done. And you'll have those, you'll have those as, you know, memories. Mm -hmm. And thanks to the magic of the Disney, Disney theme parks, cruise line, and the cast members, like the cast members are, they make it all possible. They do. And I mean, now his, his next is, is going to Hawaii. He wants to go to Alani. Oh, I uh, know. I was supposed to be going there in May. Oh. And, yeah. And today, just today, I got the notification that my cruise was canceled. So we were going to oh. go fly to Alani, stay there three nights, I think, or four nights, and then cruise from Hawaii to Vancouver. And 
they just canceled our cruise, <laughs> but we were expecting it. We knew, you yeah. know, it's, they're doing what they need to do to keep us all safe. Um, so I completely understand and we'll just have to book something different. It just means, you know what? I haven't used all my vacation. Like normally by this time <laughs> of the year, I'm panicked about how much vacation I have left for the rest of the year. Right. Well, I haven't spent any yet. I had my week in January and and nothing. So I can have all this vacation when they finally open up the world again for travel. Oh, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? I wonder, eh? <laughs> well, Jen, this has been so much fun. Now, what would be your pixie dust of the week? Oh, my pixie dust. Um, so this week I decided to get a little festive around the house. So we unpacked Easter, all my Easter decorations. And I have, um, it's a little white basket with a little bunny on it um, that was my Nana's and then my mom had it and now I have it. And when I opened up the box, it was shattered. Oh, it was that's not pixie dust. No, it's not pixie dust. And I was really upset. And, you know, as you do when you're upset, you take a picture of the pieces and post it with a sad face on Facebook. Right. <laughs> well, because that's, that's really what you have to do. <laughs> right. Especially right now, because I couldn't, you know, normally I would be picking the kids up from school and I'd be like, oh, gosh, guess what happened today? But I had nobody to tell. So I put it on Facebook and I was like, that's it. It's, it's done. The baskets, you know, I can't fix it. And so many of my friends were like, absolutely, you can fix that. You go and you get this glue and you put it together. And I was like, it's not going to work. It's done. Um, and I went out later that day um, for our grocery run. And I threw some crazy glue in the bat in the cart. And I thought, I'm just going to try and see what happens. And, and it turned out okay. Yay! Turned out pretty good. And, and I, was, I was really happy. So I was kind of grateful again, to the Facebook community that came yes. on and they were like, stop whining, Jen, you can fix it. You can fix it. <laughs> and I didn't believe them and I totally should have because you just needed that encouragement. Yeah, for sure. It's, oh, uh, I love that. That's fabulous. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you got it back together. Thanks. Yay. <laughs> well, mine for this week is kind of ironic, I think, um, because, you know, I'm always complaining about my unmagical job. <laughs> always uh but i think i kind of got to be thankful for it this week i mean you know with everything that's going on in the world and the uncertainty of a lot of places you know and there's uncertainty everywhere i just i kind of have to be thankful that you know i have i have food on my table and and a roof over my head thanks to the unmagical job yeah so you know i this week i really i really want to be grateful that i have it um, who knows how long I have it for, <laughs> but for now, <laughs> for now, uh, I'm working at home, uh, working harder than I ever have before, just because when you work at home, it just seems to be longer days because I don't have to travel. But, but in your pajamas. Uh, but I'm doing it in my pajamas. And yes, I was on a conference call last week with um, our senior vice president, had a whole bunch of us on a call, and she was asking, you know, how everybody was doing working at home. And, and then I don't know why, like why she singles me out. But, you know, she asked a couple of people and then she's like, okay, so Fran, Fran, what do you like, you know, how are you doing? Are you coping okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm in my Disney attire every day. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and you could just hear it in her voice. She was like, oh, why did I ask her? <laughs> I think it's, it's funny because now you, you know, you have these, these Zoom meetings and conference calls and things and, and you're in videos and you're with these CEOs and big people that normally you're just on the phone with or you meet them yeah. in, in your suit and you look very professional. And now everybody's at home having these calls and 
the cats are jumping in and everybody, you know, you pause this big meeting with these big people to talk about the cats, right? You know, or talk about the kids that are coming in and saying random things like, we're out of toilet paper. Like yeah. Everybody's come down to a much more human level, accessible level. Like we're seeing people in their homes trying to cope with these, you know, new <gasps> scenarios that they're in. And it's, it's kind of neat. Like it's, it's kind of, yeah, they're not even, they're not shaven or they have a baseball cap on or right? there was one the other day I saw online. Oh my goodness. So some woman, like it was like a meme or something that was posted and some woman posted this picture of a zoom call. I think it was zoom. And she said, our boss, changed herself like she it was a filter and it made her a potato like, a, like she, was a, she was a potato and she didn't know how to turn it back so the whole meeting their boss was a talking potato <laughs> could you imagine okay guys we need to get the budgets out blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> it's hysterical you gotta search for the picture i just oh my gosh i was crying when i saw it because i thought that is what we've come to but that's what keeps things light and fun it does. It's it going to be hard to go back to seeing them like in offices and in these, you know, these roles where you're supposed to be a little bit intimidated because you've seen this person yeah. talking as a potato. Exactly. <laughs> well, Jen, thank you again so much for chatting with me. And online, they find you at Jennifer Pure Magic Vacations on Facebook is really, yeah. you know, we, we chat through Facebook all the time. So that's really the great place to, to connect with you. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. awesome. Lots of fun on my page. Well, yeah. thank you again, Jen, and you'll have to come back again. Always. Always. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. If you are enjoying the podcast, there's a few ways that you can support me. You can first make sure that you're subscribed so that every Wednesday you get the new episode in your podcast player. You can share it and tell your friends and family, your friends online about the podcast. Maybe they might like to listen too. And the third way is, of course, ratings and reviews on whatever podcast player you're listening on. Thank you again so much for your support. And until next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>